Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity.
Legacy of 1804. I am your host, Alice Backer. Naika, can you hear me? Hi, Alice. Yes, I can. All right. Well, we are very happy to have you with us tonight. And um, tonight we are going to be talking with you about holistic health. You have just started a holistic health clinic. And we, of course, want to know how your, your Haitian background, uh, as well as your Ghanaian background, influenced your, in, is going to influence your practice. But first, I would like you to really talk to us extensively about your background, who you are, and um, how it is that you became Dr. Naika Apiagarang. Am I pronouncing this correctly? Yes, perfectly. Uh, right. Thank you so much for having me, Alice. And hello to everyone who's listening. Um, yeah, my name is Naika, and I'm the daughter of Peter and Carol, half Haitian, half Ghanaian, uh, born and raised in New York, but with really, really strong ties to Haiti and Ghana, um, and, and especially Haiti for reasons that I've never really known, but I've just kind of rolled with. <laughs> um, all my life, I've been really intrigued by our healing traditions, um, which I didn't even know could be given the term, you know, holistic or integrative. They were just sort of my cultural healing practices that everyone in my family and culture knew about and I grew up around. So um, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor like my dad um and so i went that path i was always really into science and whatnot um so when i got to brown which is where i got my undergraduate degree um i was the pre-med track i uh, was gearing to take my mcat and do that whole process um, but i always had a passion for global health and specifically working um, in haiti that was always my trajectory um, between college and med school, I decided to take a year off um, to work with my dad and to work with the community. I ended up doing an internship with Haiti Cultural Exchange during the time, which is, of course, how we met Alice back in, I think, 2011. Um, and then in that year off, I decided to start my blog, Naika and Balance, just as a way to, you know, explore my cultural heritage and and share myself with the world. It didn't really have a specific angle, uh, but after the first post or two, I thought, hmm, it would be pretty cool to talk about castor oil, Lil Mascuti. And it was just kind of a tongue-in-cheek article. I thought maybe a couple people would read it, you know, whatever. It ended up just kind of like blowing up and I realized that I could talk about all of the other, you know, holistic healing traditions that we have. So that was kind of the jumping point for me. Um, and while I was delving deeper into Nigan Balance, I was still, you know, preparing for med school and whatnot. But then I discovered something called naturopathic medicine. And my heart just jumped. Like, I just felt like that's exactly what I should be doing with my time. So using nutrition, using herbs, using um, lifestyle counseling, et cetera, to really impact people's lives just felt like my particular path. So after doing research and talking to a bunch of folks, I just decided to do it. Um, so I ended up going to um, a university in Seattle. And then midway in my naturopathic medicine training, I decided to do acupuncture because I wanted a system that was um, deeply influenced, you know, by thousands and thousands of years um, of research and science. So I'm super glad I did acupuncture because uh, along with like the Haitian and Afro healing traditions that I have and the Western healing traditions I have, now I have East Asian medicine to kind of combine with it. Um, so I graduated this past June. Um, took all my exams and got licensed and whatnot. Um, and I've been back in New York ever since September. 
And uh, as you said, I'm going to be opening my clinic starting in January. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? I could hear you now. Yeah. All right. Great. Um, and are you still experiencing the uh, static that you were a moment ago? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Great. Okay. So this is great. Um, I have been quite, it's kind of interesting to see all the synchronicities that got you to um, holistic medicine, because I do remember you as a Haiti Cultural Exchange intern, and I didn't realize that it, it almost sounds like you decided to become a holistic doctor after starting your blog, because the other exactly. story here is that you're also uh, one of the people that I've been aggregating on Haitian bloggers. And so I find it fascinating that you were blogging before you decided, and as a result of one of your posts blowing up, you were blogging before you decided to become a holistic doctor. Tell us a little mm -hmm. more about that. You know, after I discovered the the healing properties of castor oil, I just kept thinking to myself, you know, what other uh, benefits are there to our, you know, cultural treasures? And in my blog, I call them Haitian treasures. Um, so I just kind of followed the, the breadcrumbs. And each time I personally used an herb or I saw my mom or an auntie or my grandma use an herb, I would just ask more and more questions. And it got bigger and bigger. Um, then I would hop, you know, on the internet or, or read books. And it just kind of became this deeply personal, um, almost spiritual path for me. Um, and then I, I just realized that Haiti's resources, or at least the cultural, the depth and the richness of it, you know, is quite unlimited. So I just kept going and going with it. Um, and yeah, here we are today. In fact, while I'm talking about the Haitian treasures, um, one of the most highly requested workshops I've had um, on my blog or since starting my blog was to do a sort of Haitian treasures workshop where I talk about these herbs that, that we're talking about right now. And so that's gonna happen on Sunday. Um, it's already sold out, so folks can't buy tickets for it. But um, I mention it because it's just cool to see how you know that came out of something that was born you know, almost six years ago on my blog. Wow. <laughs> all, of the, all of the serendipities here are quite uh, fascinating. This is, you know, it's it's kind of interesting, right? In, in some sense, it's almost like social media really kind of got you to this decision. Now, we all know that actually both um, people from West Africa that we encounter in the United States and Haitians, uh, and just immigrants in general, like the medical profession, right? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, you know, I think at some point there was some sort of statistic out there that one third of the black doctors in New York, something I heard from uh, a, a very prominent uh, Haitian kind of semi-official appointed uh, person um, in New York City government that apparently whose father was a doctor as well, that one third of the black doctors in New York at one point were Haitian. And of course wow. we know now your your father is Ghanaian and not uh, Nigerian necessarily, but there's also this statistic floating around out there that the people with the most PhDs in the United States are Nigerians. So definitely um, <laughs> on both sides wow. of your heritage, which of course ultimately is the same heritage because of course Haitians where people of African descent, uh, there's kind of a, you know, there's a, there's a, a valuing of doctorates. Now, but your father is a very traditional medical doctor, right? He's an, I'm assuming he was an MD. And right. so, and you started out, I think, you, did you say you took the MCAT? Yeah. 
undergrad. Okay. So you started also, you know, kind of essentially wanting to follow in your father's footsteps, but then you end up in holistic medicine. Um, yep. How was that transition for you? And how was that transition received? Not, you know, and this com comes up often in, in blogs like Creolicious. She always asks people who aren't like doctors, lawyers, or um, engineers. She always says, well, how did, how did your parents take that? And of course, you are a doctor, but um, explain yeah. that um, that leap from doing traditional medicine to ending up in holistic health, holistic medicine. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, when I first heard about naturopathic medicine, so that was during my year off. Um, I was 21 at the time, you know, thinking I'm an adult and could, you know, do my own thing. But I mean, the reality of, of it was, was not that. Um, but I always reflect on that time and, and just kind of pat myself on the back because it was the first time in my, you know, quote unquote, adult life um, where I made a decision, you know, 100% on my own and 100% based off of my heart and my intuition. So deciding to go for it, it wasn't that it was difficult um, because I instantly knew that I wanted to do it. It was more so the challenge of like fighting off all of the other stuff that came with it. So, you know, the stigma or uh, what people in my family or in my, you know, academic circles would think or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where the tough part came. Um, yeah, as you said, definitely coming from um, very educated backgrounds. My mom was a pharmacist. Now she's a school counselor. And my dad, yeah, he was a pulmonologist, so an MD. Um, you know, my mom was totally fine with it. She thought it sounded really cool and that it was in line with with who I was ultimately. Um, so she was super supportive. But it's funny because she was just like, as long as you're a doctor, like, it doesn't matter to me. So there was definitely that in it. Um, but it was hard for my dad to accept and hard for a couple of other family members uh, because we have quite a few MDs in my family. Um, but I saw it as kind of a, a test of of my own strength um, and that if I could stay true to myself and my intuition and my heart's desires, that I would come out on the other side, you know, stronger and better. So it was a big leap of faith. Um, but honestly, once I decided to, to do it, I just did it. Now, do you want to tell us what is naturopathic medicine? If I go, if I have a cold or some sort of, um, uh, you know, like a sore muscle, and I decide to go to a naturopathic doctor instead of, say, my general practitioner, what is going to be the difference in the approach? So when I say naturopathic medicine to people, I often say that um, naturopathic medicine is a system of holistic medicine that uses the most natural and the lowest force of intervention as possible. Um, I think we have a special focus on getting to the root cause of all disease. And I have a really interesting example um, that I'd like to share with you after I further explain. Um, so a big difference that patients and clients point out is that NDs spend a lot more time with their patients. So while a you know, typical uh, visit with a conventional doctor may be maybe 15 minutes or so, uh, a naturopathic appointment will be at least 30 minutes, you know, usually an hour or over an hour. So we definitely spend a lot more time with patients and, and yeah, again, I think getting to the root cause is at the forefront um, using natural methods and low force methods um, is at the forefront as well. Um, I think out of the two examples, uh, pain was one of them. So yeah, our treatment uh, strategies, you know, we share some similar ones with MDs, but also some more like physical therapy, um, and massage options as well. 
But yes, I think again, just getting to the root cause of everything is what matters. Um, are you okay with me sharing an example? Of course. Um, so earlier today, I was consulting with somebody and um, she was the primary caretaker of, of another person. Basically, uh, this person was having a hard time with constipation. And so, you know, immediately you could think of all of the, you know, natural things that are great for constipation. So, for example, we have magnesium, we have essential fatty acids, uh, even real masquerade taken orally could help with constipation. But I had to kind of pull it back for a second. So then my next question was, you know, how long have you been constipation? Uh, have, excuse me, how long have you been constipated? Um, do you have any, you know, comorbid conditions? What medications are you taking, et cetera? Turns out that this person has had constipation for nine days and hasn't been able to urinate for over a week. That isn't, you know, healthy or sort of normal constipation. That's uh, an emergent condition because you should definitely be urinating every single day and you should be defecating every single day, especially if you're eating normally. So I think that really illustrates uh, the thinking process that we're trained to have, you know, getting to the root, not just sort of throwing natural supplements and, and strategies towards people but really thinking, you know, scientifically and coming up with a differential diagnosis and then going from there. Wow. So you're saying that the fact that they hadn't uh, urinated for nine days was indicative of something broader. And, and how do you think how do you think a mainstream doctor would have, or a general practitioner would have handled that same situation? I, I certainly have to say that when I go, there are certain doctors that I go to who really won't see me for more than two minutes at a time because they're on some sort of, I mean, part of this is also because they're, they're, they're because of the strictures of uh, insurance reimbursement, as opposed to right. just the way that uh, mainstream medicine works. But how do you think a mainstream doctor would have handled the same problem? Uh, the next step would definitely be some sort of evaluation. So getting blood work and imaging is what um, a conventional doctor would do. And is actually what naturopathic doctors are trained to do as well. It's just that different states have different um, laws regarding naturopathic medicine. So in the state of Washington, which is where I got my degree, uh, naturopathic doctors are primary care doctors. So we actually have the same rights as MDs, or at least very, very, very close, where we could order imaging, um, prescribed drugs and whatnot. So I think the evaluation process is really similar. Um, but I will say, I mean, MDs are, are amazing and are so important. And, and in cases like this, where there's probably something deeper going on, like, uh, some sort of, you know, space occupying lesion or a gallstone. Um, that's where, you know, that higher level intervention really excels. And I think naturopathic medicine um, in this emergent case would be, uh, would, would have kind of a supportive role after that emergent part was taken care of. All right, now on all of your social media posts about you opening your clinic, you you expressed how you were um, excited about the you know serving the various neighborhoods of Crown Heights, Clinton Hill. I mean, you you went through a you methodically listed all of the neighborhoods in uh, Brooklyn that you were excited of serving. So if you want to go over those neighborhoods again, and of course tell us exactly where your clinic is, and why is it that you were, you're so excited in opening a clinic here? Yeah, I've always seen myself in Brooklyn. I think it's because I, I lived there as a kid. 
and my dad had his practices there. So um, even when we eventually moved to Long Island, I would always spend a lot of time um, in Brooklyn because I was always with him, especially on the weekends. So Brooklyn has always had this special place in my heart uh, and also the nostalgia associated with my dad. Um, and I've always been particularly drawn to, yeah, like that Fort Greene Park Slope area um, because my dad and I would spend a lot of time there. So I just kind of always envisioned myself there. And the way it happened, the way I got the space was was really um, was really amazing. It just it just all happened super easily. Uh, but yeah, my practice is near Grand Army Plaza on Plaza Street East. Um, and it's really central for a bunch of different neighborhoods, including Fort Greene and Park Slope, uh, Crown Heights, Prospect Park, Leopard Gardens, uh, Gowanus, et cetera. Um, I'm super excited that it's accessible as well. Uh, parking is easy and it's near major subway lines and bus stops. So. When I was thinking about my location, I was thinking about the communities I want to serve. I was thinking about how to make it accessible, not only transportation-wise, but you know, cost-wise, et cetera. So when I came across this place, it was just perfect. All right. And for some reason, you, you keep mentioning that it's your first clinic. Um, do you have like a multi-clinic plan? <laughs> I have so many plans, Alice, so many plans. Um, <laughs> um, it's, it's my vision to, um, to be in a couple different locations just so I could interact with, you know, even more people. So the vision is to be at this clinic for a couple of days a week and then eventually grow and uh, acquire another clinic where I could be at another few days a week, et cetera. Um, but while I'm on this topic, I'm really into this idea of, of creative doctoring. So for me, that means not just interacting with patients and clients in the community, you know, in the clinic room, but engaging at workshops and events and whatnot, including the one that I have this Sunday. So. I'm just really interested in, in doing different things, being with different people and being in different settings. So this is the first, this is the baby, but there'll be many more, I think. All right, and how is the public receiving? Uh, well, obviously you already told us that your workshop this weekend is sold out. <laughs> and yeah. tell us a little bit Tell us the title again of the workshop to, so that we know what it is that's attracting people so much. Oh, yeah. The title is called um, Healing with Haitian Herbs, uh, Herbal Medicine Making Workshop. Um, and so it's an opportunity for people to come hang out, come you know, connect with the community, come connect with herbs that are really uh, commonly used in the Haitian community and the wider Caribbean and Afro diaspora communities as well. And then um, to get to formulate their own concoctions under my guidance. So we'll be talking about uh, the uses and the actions of the herbs, uh, some really cool social cultural facts. Um, and then going from there, there's gonna be music and, and just good vibes all around. So I'm really excited. And this is the first event. Um, I think there'll be many more to come after this one. Wow, I'm going to be missing a good one, um, although I'm semi, I've got, a, you know, I wouldn't have been able to attend, right? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Uh, it's a Sunday. Sunday okay. in Bushwick. Um, I, it would have been hard for me to attend. So, but are, are you holding this event at your clinic? No, it's uh, it's going to be at this place called AP Cafe, a place creative um, in Bushwick. It's called ha Haiti Cafe? Oh, no, I wish. <laughs> it's called AP. What is it called? AP, AP. Cafe. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, so this is fascinating, Healing with Haitian Herbs. Um, and we're going to get a little more into that in a moment. Um, 
but I, I want to ask you now. So obviously this, your uh, workshop being sold out to me says something about the interest in your kind of medicine and, uh, and of course in, in um, Haitian healing. But what is, what is the uh, public's response to your clinic and to visiting you as a doctor and to, um, and how does it work with uh, naturopathic doctors? Does health insurance, can health insurance be used to visit you? Mm-hmm. Um, so with naturopathic medicine in the state of New York, uh, insurance does not cover the medicine. So it's gonna be a cash-based practice. And my clinic is opening in January. Um, and and so far, you know, based off of the interactions I've had with people in person and in social media, um, people seem to be really excited to have, you know, this offering. There aren't a lot of naturopathic doctors uh, in New York. Um, lucky I'm an acupuncturist as well, so I think people are a lot more familiar with that. Um, and that'll be a good way to get people to come in too, so that I could familiarize them with with naturopathic medicine. Um, but yeah, the public has been excited and and my colleagues have been excited, you know, uh, because I went to Brown um, and I was pre-med, most of my, my friends are actually MDs. And it's really interesting because, I mean, I wasn't really thinking too, too much about what other people would think besides my family um, when I decided to do naturopathic medicine. But I've been really thrilled at how supportive um, MDs have been uh, in regards to my naturopathic medicine clinic and just holistic health in general. And I think it's because people are making it known that that's what they want. I think we're seeing a really interesting shift in society where, you know, we're kind of going back to the past as we re-envision our future, we're, we're re-examining our cultural roots and, and the things that make us who we are and the things that work. So there's a lot of interesting shifts right now. And, and yeah, in general, people have been super supportive and excited. And I so agree with you on that, that, you know, my, my own um, family medicine doctor, my own general practitioner that I go to um, and that I've had for years, actually is an MD who's part of a holistic clinic. And so when you go see her and there's any referrals to be made, she she will refer you to the acupuncturist um, in her clinic, to the nutritionist in her clinic. And this has been going on for years. And uh, even in terms of how she, even though she's an MD, even in terms of how she approached healing, I remember going to her a few times and uh, describing the symptoms of a problem. And she like literally sitting there and engaging me on, okay, so here's, you know, what do you think the problem is? And and kind of like making me um, take part in my healing, you know, not just Mm -hmm. kind of blurting a diagnosis at me. Um, And this has been, she's a very popular female doctor that um, I had a workplace where all the women used her um, and she was an MD. And so I've, you know, I've had this kind of, and, and she was quite popular um, with women for whatever reason, but she was placed in a clinic where all the other um, physicians, doctors were holistic medical practitioners. So, um, you know, I'm not surprised at what you were telling me that the other MDs, it sounds like MDs who are conscientious know that they need to work more in the direction of holistic medicine. Um, and mm-hmm. which is also this East-West issue where, you know, Western medicine um, versus Eastern medicine that's trying to kind of go at, go more at the root of things um, as opposed to just throwing, you know, throwing meds and throwing drugs at symptoms um, mm-hmm. without kind of looking at exactly what it is, you know, what is it, what is it in the, in the physics of your body that is causing this particular symptom. So um, now, now since insurance does not cover, uh, now tell us, tell us a little more about insurance and neuropathic medicine. You said that in New York State, insurance doesn't cover neuropathic medicine, but which implies that in other states it does. 
and I know that you went to study on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my question is, is it the state where you went to study? Is that a state where insurance will cover some holistic approaches to health? Yes, exactly. In Washington, um, in Washington State, most insurance companies do cover naturopathic medicine and acupuncture. Um, and there are a couple of states throughout the country where that's the case, including Connecticut, where I have my license as well. Um, it's just that in New York, because there's not a regulatory body yet, uh, insurance doesn't cover it, so it's mostly cash. All right. And now, of course, you haven't started your practice yet, but I'm, I'm assuming you've already had some clinical experience from your education. Are you finding that people go to naturopathic doctors after they've exhausted all possibilities and all after they just haven't found any healing in mainstream medicine, or or am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're totally on it. Um, and it's interesting how how different parts of the country you know react to this. Uh, I guess it makes complete sense. Um, but on the West Coast, people are generally interested in, in preventative wellness or are just really interested in an alternative sort of approach to to dealing with their their health concerns, whereas on the East Coast and in other places in the country where uh, naturopathic medicine isn't as popular, it's definitely sort of that last stop. Yeah, I've tried everything. You know, please help me. I'm open to everything. Um, sort of vibe. Um, yeah, I would say that's how it is on the East. Now let's um let's discuss now you you just told us that your um Haitian herbs healing with Haitian herbs uh seminar this weekend is sold out. Mm-hmm. Let's segue into uh, you your positioning in that traditional healing field. Now we know that you know in Haitian culture we traditionally have the baka or the doctor feuille right, who people will go to. Uh, the Dr. Fay is not, can be the same person as the voodoo priest, but not necessarily. Um, you know, they have overlap or they don't. We know that in the Haitian countryside, countryside where there's not necessarily a lot of access to Western medicine, people, you know, people's healers are the Dr. Fay. So, uh, and and I'm sure there are a few Dr. Fay in New York. So, uh, um do you anticipate that a lot of the um, clients that you're going to have are going to be Haitian uh, or Haitians who would have normally gone to a doctor for in New York for something that they didn't find um, healing with in um, mainstream medicine? Or do you find that, like, where do you place yourself since you're, you know, and, and, and also how did you do your research in healing with Haitian herbs? And did you have to, like, where did you get the information? Did you get it from traditional Haitian mm-hmm. healers? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is good. Um, I believe in in pluralism, and I believe that everybody has a place and a special path, um, and that there's there's some sort of healer for everyone. So that's kind of my stance with, all of the different um, healthcare providers who exist. Um, and then your question about who I hope to come. I hope everyone comes. I hope I have a lot of Haitian um, patients and clients to work with. And yeah, whether they've seen a Dr. Fay or not, um, totally fine. Uh, my training, though there may be some overlap and intersection with Dr. Fay and, and other types of you know traditional healers, Naturopathic medicine definitely has its own identity and is really steeped within within Western medical sciences. Um, however, yeah, again, there is that that awesome overlap. And then with with the research, you know, it came from a bunch of different places, and I feel like it really represents who I am as a practitioner. And and so my process was like this. I usually uh, ask 
folks in my community and in my family about their experience with, with said herbs. Um, I collect that data and see if, if there's some sort of uh, consistency in what I'm hearing. Um, and then from there, I'll hop on the web or I'll hop, uh, I'll go to the library and get some books or I'll consult some of the, the herbal books that were a part of my naturopathic medicine training um, as well as my acupuncture training. And I'll just kind of go from there. Uh, there's a really great site. Uh, if you just Google Caribbean herbalist, it'll take you to the work of Max Bolvar. And he did a really amazing job of, of alphabetizing the herbs. Um, there isn't actually any information or much information about the healing properties of the herbs that we use, but uh, he did some really important work in classifying them in French, Latin, English, Creole, et cetera. So that was really helpful for me to see when I first started writing about um, Haitian treasures six years ago. Um, and yeah, that, that site was really important for me. Um, and then I try to consult with uh, healers as often as I can. Uh, the last time I was in Haiti was in 2016, and I had the honor and privilege to talk to um, a healer yeah, within the Voodoo uh, religion, and that was really, really insightful. Um, and that's actually the way I prefer to get my information, talking to folks who have a lot more experience and knowledge of the field. Um, and yeah, so that was a really special experience for me. All right, Legacy of H24, we're talking to newly minted Dr. Naika Ape Apeagorong and her new clinic, Holistic Naturopathic Clinic, that she is opening in Brooklyn near at Grand Army Plaza. And we're very happy to talk to her about um, Haitian healing traditions as well as the philosophy behind naturopathic medicine and, and just how it works and what it is. And so I think you mentioned a moment ago, you mentioned that the, the author of the, of the book on Asian herbs that seems to be informing you a lot is uh, Max Beauvoir, correct? Who would have been the late Ati National of Haiti, which meant that he was basically the, the head voodoo priest of Haiti, and um, also incidentally a, a PhD in chemistry uh, with a long history of, of working um, with uh, drugs, uh, you know, in the mainstream Western tradition. So he had both of the traditions um, in his hands. So, um, so that's that's really you know I'm let me just tell everyone and let me just tell you uh, Naika that I'm very excited about you opening this clinic. I'm also very excited, uh, having read your blog Naika and Balance for years, uh, almost at the inception, and also aggregating it for the Haitian bloggers feed, that, which is of course distributed at at Haitian bloggers on Twitter as well as the Haitian bloggers page on Facebook. Uh, to see, well, to find out, number one, that the writing the blog is what, you know, inf and writing about Haitian herbs is what informed your decision to become a naturopathic doctor instead of a, uh, of an MD. And uh, also that you have now done, you know, that, that, you know, you're starting this, you know, you're, it's, it's almost like, kind of like, um, Winnie Lamu is holding the torch of Haitian Creole. You're, you know, in your in your generation as millennials, you're going to be one of those Haitian millennials who's going to hold the torch of Haitian healing. And uh, it's uh, and you know, and and both of you are like creating your own institutions, which is of course very important. And um, you know, I can already see that you have a this is you know you have a bright future ahead of you, holding a torch of a tradition that we don't have a lot of people. Um, uh, bridging the two, you know, bridging the traditional and the Western, kind of like uh, Atsi Max Beauvoir did, right? Um, and, and that it's, it's very obvious, right, at, 
because, for example, I, I have so many friends who are Haitian or who are of African descent who go to Chinese doctors in Chinatown. And here we have our own healing traditions. And it's great that you also bring those Asian traditions to the table, but but I don't think that there are that many people who are going to be able to, you know, come to the table with your qualifications um, yet, of course, you know, bringing kind of, yeah, doing for Haitian healing traditions the, the same that um, that has been done already with the Asian healing traditions. So I I can see that you're you're kind of spearheading a certain niche. I'm sure there, there, there may be others, you know, who are also Haitian who have done and are doing the same that you're doing, but because you have a blog and because um, you're, you know, because you're so young, I think it's extremely exciting, which is why I wanted to have this conversation with you to see you do this. Uh, and, you know, in the legacy of 1804, again, uh, right? So you're, you're, you're going back to the past and then you're bridging it to the future. You're bridging it, of course, to the Western tradi traditions. And so you're going to be called on to be an important voice um upholding this tradition and explaining it um and it's so it, which is why it's even more exciting to see that your workshop this weekend is sold out um now in terms of do you have an idea who it's sold out to do you think who do you think are the people who are the most interested in this workshop that you're having this weekend well i want to thank you so much thank you for sharing your excitement with me um, and thank you for all that you do as well. Um, I don't often get a chance to kind of pause and think about what I'm doing. So it's really um, humbling to, to have you reflect that to me. So thank you. Um, and I also want to highlight that you're totally right. There are people um, who have been and probably are doing this work, um, documenting uh, the healing aspects of Haitian herbs. In fact, um, when I was in Haiti a couple of years ago uh, at the, yeah, the Port-au-Prince airport, there was a little cart uh, near the boarding area with a bunch of dried Haitian herbs and actually books on their healing properties. It's just that the book, you know, was in, was in French and yeah, again, was sold in that little cart. So in terms of me making this my own, I think I, I am doing it a little, a little differently, you know, with my blog, uh, having it be internet-based and, and yeah, bringing all of my different educational backgrounds together. So, yeah, definitely want to highlight that I'm, I'm probably just one of many, but I will carry or share that torch with pride for sure. Um, and then in regards to who's coming to the workshop, I am so excited about this and, and honestly still kind of surprised. So when I first, you know, created the workshop, it was a bit in response to the number of demands that I've been getting to do it um, since writing my blog. So I just kind of assumed that it would be mostly Haitians coming, um, especially because the title was so clear, you know, healing with Haitian herbs. Um, but lo and behold, it's not mostly Asians were coming. We have a very diverse group. Um, luckily, I'm able to see the names, and I know about four or five people who are coming, and um, they shared with me some information about the guests that they'll be bringing. So we have Haitians, we have Jamaicans, we have Dominicans, we have Cubans, we have everybody. And that is just such a joy for me to hear because um, I mean, first and foremost, we're all connected. We're all under that umbrella of, of Africa and the African diaspora. So the fact that everybody could come together and unite under something with the title, you know, that's Haitian is, is so beautiful to me. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, and I am too, and I'm too. That's uh, That's really good. And um, so before I ask you for your parting words and, uh, you know, to bring up anything that we haven't um, discussed, I wanted to remind everyone that the theme song which opens each show is One Notre from the album Blues and Red, courtesy of Guillaume Boise and the Blues and Red Band. And here at Love 1804, we amplify Haitian voices live on air every Friday night 
and that is just the audio version of what we have been doing online at kisscasity.com since 2005. Also, we are on um, uh, Twitter, of course, Tumblr, and Instagram at the handles at kisscasity. And um, there's about 50,000 of you following on Twitter, so I'm very grateful for you. If you enjoy tonight's show and you find it constructive, please share it to your social networks. You can also embed the player on your site after the show is over tonight. And to see what Haitian bloggers from the world over are saying, go to at Haitian bloggers on Twitter or to the Facebook page titled Haitian bloggers. And of course, the uh, blog of our guest tonight, Naika, Dr. Naika Apeagorong, and who uh, the, the blog's name is Naika in Balance, is one of the blogs that we have been um, promoting, well, certainly um, amplifying for several years. And, of course, you can listen to past shows on iTunes by searching the keywords Legacy of 1804, and past shows are also available under the LOF1804 tab at kisscassity.com. So now, that being said, um, I, I, there's also a few announcements for events this week. There's chock full of holiday events uh, around oh, yeah. town that, that are <laughs> uh, Haitian-inspired or thrown by Haitian organizations. But definitely, there's the weekly Musical.ly Thursday at Lakai, and um, this a Thursday, we will welcome uh, Guyanese folk reggae singer um, Ishmael Levy. And um, at Lakai, also this Thursday, there's going to be a customer appreciation event, that was, which is, of course, going to be uh, um, uh, free for the public, but you need to RSVP and you need to go find that event on Eventbrite, customer appreciation. Uh, at muse at 33 Lafayette, actually, um, that at 33 Lafayette, that is how, what you should look it up under on Eventbrite. Um, and of course, there's also going to be um, a New Year's Eve bash at 33 Lafayette, right next to Lakai. Um, and of course, another Musically Thursday, the the week after next, and that's going to be with the Leg Band Friends. So those are just a few of the events. Uh, this weekend, there is going to be a holiday party for the guys at um, um, one of the shows that we like to amplify on this station, uh, on this show, and that is the the show Héritier Papa de Saline. They're having a holiday party this Saturday, and I think it may also be a kind of fundraiser. So this, these are just like one of uh, several events happening. And I don't know if you have any, and of course, there's Naika, Naika's um, workshop this weekend uh, on, on Sunday, which is a, un, unfortunately sold out. And actually tomorrow, uh, in my capacity as a Wikipedia trainer, tomorrow at the Ace Hotel in New York, I will be offering a training at 1 p.m., on how to edit Wikipedia, and uh, the theme is going to, going to be street culture. So, um, I don't know if you have any of any events to add to that, Naika. Um, and another event that I'm super excited about, but unfortunately can't attend, um, is Harriet's Apothecary. Uh, they have mm-hmm. a village that they do, um, I think, quarterly, and this is their winter edition at Minka. Um, and it's Saturday and Sunday, uh, I believe, like all day. So that's something I'm really excited about, even though I can't go. Yeah, and I unfortunately cannot go either, but I've been hearing about them. And one of the people who works with them has been a guest here and also plays at Musically Thursday sometimes, and that's um, uh, Anaïs Maviel. So... But um, cool. I'm I'm very you know I'm very excited to eventually find out you know maybe in my in my head I'm envisioning maybe a, a joint Doctor Naika uh, Harris Apothecary event that I can attend. I certainly want to attend one of your workshops sometime soon. Um, so why don't you leave us? Um, it's been about an hour of talking for us. So um, what is it that you want to leave us with that? Uh, you wish we'd covered tonight that we did not cover yet? Hmm. Um, Well, my kind of closing words are to be kind, follow your heart, 
know yourself, be proud of yourself, and share your gifts. And I think that's a pretty good summary of, of what we've talked about and what I try to embody um, in my personal life and in my professional life. Um, if you want to know more about me and what I do, you know, follow the journey and get important updates about my practice coming in January, you could follow me on all social media outlets at Naika and Balance. So N-A-I-K-A. I-N-B-A-L-A-N-C-E. And I also want to share um, with you, Alice, and everyone listening, that um, I'm actually going to be having a 50% off all services um, for the month of January. And this is because uh, I know a bunch of folks use January as, as sort of a jumping point um, to start their health journeys or to revisit their intentions and their goals. So I want to meet people where they're at, make the medicine more accessible to folks, um, and just have a good time together. So again, stay tuned, and you can follow me at Nike and Balance on all social media platforms for more updates. All right, and I'm certainly letting our listeners know on social media that you're having 50% off. Um, are you Will your clinic website also be at naikaandbalance.com? Like if people want to go to your website to find out what the prices of things are, will that be in, yes. at naikaandbalance.com as well? Yeah, and, and it'll link to uh, another site and like a scheduling site with all of the information. But yeah, I'll be posting the price list and all of that information um, I think next week in anticipation of the January opening. Yeah, that's super, and uh, and we're very excited. And um, why don't you leave us with your favorite health practices and health tips? Um, for example, well, let's take an example because that's too broad, but, you know, as we are grappling with this cold, for example, which I'm finding is very drying to the skin, very drying to the hair, which means that, you know, I'm having less sun right now. Um, what would your, what would some good best health practices for us in the freezing cold that we're experiencing now be as a, as, as a naturopathic doctor? Yeah, totally. Um, bundle up, wash your hands very, very frequently. Um, drink and consume things that are warming, so things that are cooked really properly. Um, you could drink some warming tea, such as ginger. Ginger is one of my favorites for, for this time of year. Um, not only is it warming from a sort of East Asian perspective, but it's also antimicrobial to help you fight off all the little bugs going around. So those would be some tips. All right. Thank you, Dr. Naika, for joining us, Dr. Naika Apeagarang. And we will be so happy to uh, welcome you again. And I'm going to be very excited to catch one of your seminars pretty soon. Good luck on the workshop on um, Saturday, on Sunday, actually, and remind us the address of your clinic opening in January. Thank you so much for having me, Alice, and thanks to everyone listening. Um, the address of my clinic will be 10 Plaza Street in Brooklyn. All right. 10 Plaza Street in Brooklyn for Dr. Naika. Thank you so much. I am leaving us with uh, the soothing words. Ah, okay. <laughs> There's always a last-minute caller. Caller in 813, do you have a question? If you have a question, press 1. Um, otherwise, we are going to, if you have a question for Dr. Naika, press 1. Um, of course, Dr. Naika is at, at Naika in Balance on Twitter. Um, call in 813 since I know who you are. I'm opening your line anyway just to find out if you had a question or a comment. Okay. Apparently not. All right. 
So anyway, um, people who want more details from um, uh, from um, Dr. Naika can just go to her social networks to find out more about her services in naturopathic medicine and just generally her approach to naturopathic medicine, um, Western medicine, and uh, Haitian healing traditions. I'm leaving you uh, folks with the healing words of Missy Jean Lipatwata. And everybody have a great week. Have um, so have you some happy holidays. And of course, we will be back here next Friday. Legacy of 1804, signing out. Good night. Good night. Chaque jour, moi toujours à penser. Qui côté moi taille? Acteur mal inquiété. Ça fait longtemps mon vie tournée. Haïti chérie, c'est où me Gardez Timounio cap souffri. Gardez Frem Semio cap péri. Côté au passé, la télévision, c'est une seule vision qui l'aide à jouer nos solutions. Mais pour qui ça c'est consacré, mais pour qui nous pas chercher un genre, pour nous suspendre, pour nous mettre ensemble, pour nous gagner demain. Gardez qui j'en gagne méchanceté D'aller en pile malhonnêteté Pour qui division et malnutrition Fin tu en nation Malheureux sans attention Pas de travail pied en marée Pas de travail pied en marée Pas de courage pour si beau